0: And welcome back to the AutoWeek Podcast. Now, number 88 for those counting at home, you're here with Wesley Wren, Graham Kozak. Hello. Jake Lingaman. I, And Andy Stoy. Hello. And this is absolutely the first time we're doing this today. That's right. Uh, it's a little <laughs> better every time. <laughs> audacity had the
1: audacity to change the settings on me.
0: Uh, but thank you so much for joining us in this roundtable discussion, diving back into the depths of Project Car Hell. As if I ever left. As right. if you ever right. left. And Jake brought up the good point before, off mic, when we weren't, definitely weren't recording. Uh,
1: yeah, that our uh, our local uh, hero, uh, not local, our, uh, our captured hero, Merle um, Martin, does a column project car hill at AutoWeek.com. And uh, you can go through endless amounts of crappy decisions on cars that you may or may not want to fix up.
2: And to be fair, we need to add the caveat that... Murley's Project Car Hell are speculative purchases. He looks at
1: two True. Craigslist right. vehicles
2: that might be interesting to, to buy, whereas most of the ones uh, we have in this room are, <laughs> are that, actual yes, yes. Yeah. Project Car Hell.
0: And it should be put up front, the uh, speculative, much more fun than real Project yes, Car Hell. Yes, definitely. The, the dreams never end.
1: Uh, but, you know... You say project Car Hell, but you voluntarily dove back into one of the cars, Andy, that you had several years ago. Right,
2: and and Hell is uh, it's, this might be project Car Hell. This might yeah, be the, it, the uh, best project honestly, car ever. If it wasn't a project, I wouldn't be interested. I'd lose interest and in sell it. Right, I've proven right. that time and time again. <laughs> yeah,
0: with with this vehicle,
2: but well, not just with vehicles in general, but this particular vehicle, the van so nice, we bought it twice. Is the '66 uh, A100 Dodge A100 van. Um, that I, in fact, purchased from Merle Martin oh. uh, about four or five years ago. Oh, wow. Um, he was the uh, synchronicity the, yeah, the owner prior to me. And uh, my son and I brought it home behind the. Uh, we, we trailered it home, worked on it for a couple of years. And then as, uh, as things happen, I, I lost interest a little bit and we moved it on to a gentleman uh, who lived in Ontario, Canada. And uh, he and I stayed in touch over the course of a couple of years, and uh, both of us being fickle car owners uh he expressed some interest in moving it along and uh i i found i'd kind of missed the old beast and my son and i had a a little bit of a bonding moment bringing it home so we kind of wanted it back made a deal and uh we brought the a100 back to we repatriated it um about three weeks ago so it is a storage lot here in uh, detroit again
1: so two things um one damn it i already forgot okay so if you don't know what an a100 looks like you got to Google the thing because it looks—it's a weird-looking van. It's I mean, forward, well, forward control. It was quite it, common yeah, forward at the time. control, which is weird for you know even for but it, like, medium cars. Like, like
0: Andy said, it was definitely of its time. Right. I mean, it
2: was a it was a competitor for the Volkswagen uh, bus. Uh, it, you know, all the big three automakers, you know, produced a competitor. Ford had the Econoline forward control mm-hmm. Econoline. Dodge had the A one hundred. Chevy had the, depending on who you're talking to, the the Greenbrier, um, Corvair. The Corvair. Yeah, the Corvair. Corvair van. But there was also a. Chevy, I believe it was called a G Van, oh. um, that was a forward control, conventional forward control, chassis uh, or cab-mounted engine vehicle. Um, so there were there were quite a few of them.
1: And if you want to read about Annie's first foray into A100 van ownership, you can search uh, Dodge one, A100 oh. Auto and you'll find it. Not sure I ever wrote about it to be honest. Really? You wrote about trailing it back. Oh yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah,
3: because you had a you had a Ram yeah. 3500 diesel,
2: diesel. Yeah. Yeah.
0: monster. Monster truck,
2: was del- and I I brought it back this time behind our Ram fifteen hundred Eco diesel,
0: which Ooh. we talked about uh, three episodes ago. Right. Mm-hmm. So
2: and then I mentioned trailering it back. It uh, did a great job with that. So, but I, I yeah, I insist on bringing back a Dodge with a Dodge. <laughs> so well, Ram Ram.
3: So I'm curious to know about your border experiences, but first. Was anything done to the thing in the interim, in the uh, time very, out of your Very ownership? little.
2: He spent quite a bit of time driving it around Ontario, which is the best thing you can do for it, you know, kept, mm-hmm. put some miles on it, kept everything um, in, in good shape. But he did very little in the way of, of work to it, um, which I like to think is a testament to to well. Merle Martins and my uh, my maintenance procedures It did all those miles without needing too much. So, no, it's, it's essentially as I left it with, uh, you know, a couple additional dings.
1: Nice character, character marks. Character marks. Yeah. So getting through the border on the way through, uh, were you trailering the trailer on the way through? Yeah,
2: I, I picked up the. I uh, decided to reserve the U-Haul trailer here in uh, and plugged it. Plug for U-Haul. I've used their car haulers a couple of times. Oh yeah, and they friend, are, of the, friend of the show. They are fantastic. Nice. Um, they weigh an incredible. amount. They are incredibly but. well built, but uh, but they, they they've worked well every time. But took the U-Haul trailer across the border. Didn't even get a second look from Canadian customs.
1: Okay, that was going to be my question. Yeah. If they said, "What are you doing?" Nope. Didn't I'm care, bringing didn't America ask. back. <laughs> yeah.
2: So they, uh, they they let me through. That was not a problem, getting to the van, loading it up, um, all a piece of cake. Um, and I had done quite a bit of research prior to the trip, obviously, to determine what was going to be necessary for the return, because that's the one I was scared
0: of. Yeah. Um,
2: and rightfully so. Um, but uh, it, essentially, for anybody contemplating this, the the financial implications are what's called duty. Um, essentially, if you cannot prove that the car you're bringing back was originally sold in America, <coughs> then you will owe duty. And it varies. Now, for the van, it would have been 25% because of the chicken tax. Mm. Um, and I was not about to pay a 25% duty on this. But fortunately, I still had the title from when I owned the van. So that was, Th- that, that, proof, that is yeah. adequate proof. Um, what
3: do you pay the 25% yeah, on the original good. price or the, the new
2: It'd purchase price? It'd be the new purchase price. So whatever you paid. Um, oh, so a dollar. I, I'm not going to advocate tax fraud on, uh, on, a, on a public forum. An internationally
0: syndicated public yes. forum.
2: But uh, but yeah, so it would be paid on the the vehicle amount, um, the, the purchase price. Hmm.
0: Uh, just for anyone contemplating tax fraud, that could also bite you back in the butt if you take the uh, seller to court and it's like, I will refund you my $1 Ooh, and I would like my car back, please. I never
1: even thought about that. That's yeah, a so good don't, call.
0: Uh, if you're thinking about doing tax fraud, just remember, there's a double-edged sword of don't do it. Doofus. Continue.
2: Yeah. DDD. Don't do it, doofus. Yeah, just remember that, that. So uh, you need a but bill. But we've all done it. A lot of what you need, bringing it back, is typical of what you'd need for any car <laughs> purchaser. You need a bill of sale. Um, there is a form on the uh, US EPA website mm-hmm. that needs to be filled out uh, that just basically verifies that it's it, as non- long as long yeah, it's not an emissions-compliant vehicle. Yeah. But if it's over 25 years old, it doesn't matter. So essentially, you check two boxes and sign it. Um, there is, uh, another form that's basically the safety regulations, the DOT. Okay. Um, and again, 25 years old, non-compliant, doesn't matter. So, but if you are buying a newer vehicle, you will need to consider both of those items. Mm. If it was originally sold in America though, again, it should be compliant with both of those. Not a problem. You also won't be paying duty. If you're bringing a car over that was never sold in America, one of the 25 year import rule. Um, vehicles that we talk about sometimes uh the via car duty i believe is either two or five percent something like that it's significantly less um but if you've got if you've got eyes on a, a japanese van uh 25 years old you're going to be paying a 25 percent duty
1: um and so that is a uh, federal that's federal level stuff right because i was just imagining that when we we're talking um you know, a DOT and all that. What if I bought a car in Mexico and brought it back into California? I wonder if that would be the same amount of difficulty, more difficulty because of the stricter carb rules there, or... It's
0: yeah. a good question. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it depends on if you go through a,
3: a border or not. Well, uh, no, true. but CARB has uh, carb has additional regulations uh, in addition to... Oh, no, I was just making a joke about smuggling it across the border. Yeah. But,
1: but does it, the 25-year rule, that's in California, at 25 years old, it's... Well, that's, that's, no, that's, that's a, a federal rule. That's a federal rule. Right, so even in California, you can still stand on that rule.
2: But if, you, yeah... To they, register it, the, then it Exactly, different. that's where it's tricky. You can bring it into the United right. States, but when you're registering it in California, they also have additional emissions regulations that the vehicle has to be equipped with the emissions From of the standard, year it yeah. was sold. Mm. So, right, 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 right. Which is only a, a
0: big problem for muscle cars. Anything before that is right. kind of a non-issue. It's like, uh, does it have a muffler? Well, All right. <laughs> you know,
2: having owned a couple of TR6s, I can tell you that they require the air pump and EGR valve on 75, 76. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, anything yeah, so it's, after. It's, it's not, but yeah. but anyway, in this case, you know, for, as for bringing it over, um, it's really the duty that you're going to be um, thinking about. And also one thing that I did not think of when I came across the border um. It, the there's two steps. You'd go through the toll booth or the uh, the customs booth, basically to say that you're a citizen. Obviously you need a passport. Um, but also the trailer registration. Oh, uh, yes, that's something. I had my vehicle registration. i had a I had a letter from uh, Fiat Chrysler saying that I was, you know, could rightfully bring their vehicle through the border. But then he asked for my U-haul trailer registration. and I had huh. to, I had to do some digging on that, um, but i I found it. They gave it. To us because it is legal. I checked. Yeah. Um, it is legal to take U-Haul. Car transports across the border to Canada.
0: When he said that, did you just like kind of pause for a second? I more? did, I and then he said, think- "If you don't have it, we're going to have a problem." You know, being a, a, yeah. f- a
2: friendly neighborhood customs agent. Wow. Yeah,
0: the finest people work at the, yeah. the border. So, um,
2: it, no, I'm not going to disparage our border patrol, but it was he was unnecessarily gruff. I will say, It's that. <laughs> um, a fair way to after say. After determining that I was a U.S. citizen, not smuggling back Guatemalan children, um, he sent me. He, they basically send you through the border, and then you go around to a different building where you go in. So Side with your paperwork, is that for like the secondary? Or is that's it, okay. that's where they check for the duty and, okay. and determine what's necessary. And it takes it took about half hour, forty five minutes in this case, um, and they will stamp your paperwork that you will then take to the your local Department of Motor Vehicles yeah. to say that it was
0: legally imported. So I get nervous during normal border control yeah. at like every airport in the world. Yeah, uh, what's it like when you're transporting a car? They, they can uh, I was, say no. I
2: sweated uh, a lot, even though I knew I had everything lined yeah, yeah. up. I right, had a still. title that said I had owned
0: the vehicle. <laughs> Every, all um, your ducks were in the row.
2: Everything was ready, but it's still it is not a fun process
1: for anybody. I don't you think anybody they, enjoys the government. They can still kind of do whatever they want. Yeah, if they want yeah. to pull you in for an hour or a day, they can definitely still do and that. I,
2: and I think it's fair that you should you should be prepared for possible hiccups. Um, there are places where you can. Park the vehicle while you're getting things sorted out. It's not a major deal, but don't don't assume it's all going to go flawlessly. And it's it's always a good idea to have a backup
0: plan. Mm. Well, thankfully, I assume everything is going to go south. So uh, yeah,
2: that's
1: uh. That's, see, that see, decided. when
3: when I did this, I was helping a friend. This was a couple years ago, and this is bringing back flashbacks of that experience where um, we were going to pick up a Let me look up. Just make sure I get the car right. It was a 1961 Lidari Sicilian. Uh, mm-hmm. fiberglass sport kit car uh, we were driving someone else's truck and trailer because the guy who um, owned the truck the late great uh, Rick DeLuy, um didn't have a passport um, it, it was kind of like a comedy of errors thing like we were driving somebody else's truck there was one of the guys in the truck who kind of came along as a <clears throat> natural friend who I didn't know before so it was like how do you know this guy I'm like I don't know I just met this guy did, did border he, patrol doesn't like to hear no, that. No, no. Did he know he was going to Canada? Yes, they they drove up from Florida um, with the intention of going to Canada to pick up this car. Did Did you ask him if he knew I Canada was just, a different country? I did. I don't know, man. It it was weird somehow. I mean, I, he probably they live in Florida. They probably hadn't crossed since before nine eleven when you didn't need a passport oh. to cross the border. Yeah, you could I just did, get across gonna, with a license. I was going to say that. So it was just this like not prepared, you know. In the Canadian uh, side of it, which you usually don't really have trouble with, we were stuck for like two hours for interrogation. They're like, "Oh, what's leaking in the under the ground from the trailer?" <laughs> it could be oil. And could the be the driver gas, was could like, uh, "I to- don't know." So they said, "Oh, you don't know what's in the trailer?" Well, he didn't because it wasn't his truck. So don't do that. Um, but amazingly, because we were bringing back a shell of a car that um, you know was an unbuilt fiberglass shell, it was partially parts, started, yeah. The U.S., they didn't even check. They just waved us through at the border. They said, you know, well, what is that? You know, does it have an engine? And no.
2: Honestly, I was surprised. Mm. You know, I was bringing back a van, and it was
1: full of parts, and mm. nobody ever looked inside the van. I was going to ask to start prying off panels and stuff like yeah. that to, you know, look for it's a little French what, connection action. Whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think I just found how we're all going to get rich. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the grand thing surprised me even more. I feel like a, a kit car that's, you know, who knows where, what's illegal, where, where it was built, will be more trouble than a... But I think we'll the thing is, it, okay. it wasn't
2: It's a not car. a car. It's, yeah. the, so it's parts of a car.
3: Right. We had really good luck with that. But we did, for the, the purchase, went really smoothly. We did have the bill of sale and everything. We thought we would need to get the car back through. Didn't end up needing any of it because as soon as they saw that there was nothing under the hood and, I mean, no interior, that probably didn't hurt. But What's well, under the hood? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, air. Uh, you can see the ground. Um, but Hydrogen. Just, oxygen. You're going to get nervous and then... The fact that you don't know what's in your own trailer is going to come and bite you on the ass when you're dealing with it. So you did the right thing by getting a checking everything before you went. Um, it doesn't have to
2: be hard, but for some reason, you no, always get. Well, ready. and I think the moral of the story, too, is you still made it across with it. So yeah, even no, with it, all of that, all the craziness. kills half right. a Saturday, yeah. but yeah, I mean, Prepare it was... Prepare for it to be twice as long right. an experience as you expect it to be. And I, I want to plug to um, AutoWeek.com. Richard Truitt, um, one of our friends from Automotive News, did a really nice write-up on um, importing a vehicle, not just from Canada, but from other countries too, mm-hmm. and what's involved in... Getting a transport and getting a um, you know somebody to actually take care of the paperwork for you and stuff, so it's worth reading if you're considering it.
3: Yeah, but if if you don't feel confident in doing the the paperwork <laughs> and arranging the shipping, there are a lot of services. I mean, they'll take a cut. It's it it adds to the cost of the vehicle, but or you know for the Japanese stuff, if you don't want to deal with the import duty on uh, vans, you just go to that Duncan Imports right. or the half dozen other places around the country, and you can buy your. Mitsubishi turbo diesel 4x4 van, um, oh, it's not going to be as cheap as finding it on whatever the Japanese Craigslist equivalent is, yep. but all the paperwork's done. Yeah, You've right. got a car that you know is compliant, um, and it's not going to get seized. seized at a later date. Yeah, because yeah. you didn't cross a T or dot an I somewhere on a form. So not
1: the type, I feel like, not the type to spend extra. I'll take the risk. I'll take the risk on the um, import and the so. the paperwork. Good, I
0: hope I, that works out for you. I trust people so little that I am terrified of ever buying a car abroad or even selling a car abroad.
1: I'm imagining how sweet it would be. And in truth, I think he had it delivered all the way to his house, I think, right? Did he actually pick it up at the port? No, or? He, he had a roll-on,
2: roll-off that dropped it off at the port. Then he flew there and drove it
1: back. Okay, good. So that's what I would like to do. I want to go to the port and pick it up. Like That'd be a sweet yeah, experience, like some cool German or Japanese car, like off the boat, into my hands, on my way.
2: Yeah, that it will never work like that. But with a, that's file, a full of, the, file full the of file full of hopeless romantic and paper, yeah. in a, in a
0: pocket full of money. No, um, but that does raise a good point. Hop in the sunroof, sorry. Uh, Andy did the wise thing that I think is a wise thing of even though you know it was a dead nuts reliable car, you just didn't drop it like drive over, hop in. And drive away.
2: No, I, that's one thing, and that's an A one hundred specific issue in that it's the worst driving vehicle. Ever, <laughs> my life. Come on, um, it's it's a blast, but it is not something that I relish highway miles. Uh.
0: No, but uh, I just historically, whenever I bought a project car, it's always been delivered on a rollback, regardless of it's the, if it's a running driving car. I don't care. I want it delivered to wherever I'm gonna stash it. hide it. I've never done that. I don't want my heart to break immediately after buying a car.
2: Not to mention, if you don't have time to sort out the brakes and make sure everything is Mm -hmm. is spot on, you're you're really taking not just your life, but other people's lives in
0: in your hands. And even if I know who owned the car before me, I don't know how well they maintained it. And frankly, I don't care because I know exactly what I'm going to do to it. Well, at this first, point, haven't the first you? Weekend.
1: Didn't well, maybe not in your case, but like I had test driven both of my cars before I bought them, so I knew that they were road serviceable and legal. You know,
0: well, I mean, a test drive is like a quick lap around the block, not like a sixty mile jaunt.
1: Well, that's the, what I was going to ask. How far was it, Andy, from Detroit?
2: Uh, it was about I don't know the the k- kilometrage, but it was a good three hours. Oh, okay, two yeah. and a half hours
1: each way. Hundred fifty miles, something like that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and
2: it would... That's, have, long. that's long. I mean, I don't know and, if I would... And yeah. I, it was also the weekend after we had that nasty snowstorm yeah. there, that mm-hmm. early, early oh, yeah, snowstorm. Yeah. So that was yeah. part of it too. But I had always planned on bringing it back just because the, yeah, the A100 is, it's a local, a local toy. <laughs> so so, so what's,
3: car? what's the plan? Are you going to do any dramatic mods? going to try mm-hmm. to tune up the handling or what? I mean, is Yeah, it?
2: I think the handling is going to be one of the things I'm going to look into, but I'm not exactly sure um, what like What's available? Well, we do have a, there's a front disc brake kit that's been with the van since um, Merle owned it, and I, my intention is to put that on. It's been put off because it requires 15-inch wheels to clear the brake discs, and it's got four mm. really neat, old 14-inch mm. um, appliance yeah. Krueger yeah. knockoffs right now, so I've been hesitant to do that, but I think the, the disc brakes combined with uh, some new uh, tie rods and, and a very thorough alignment is probably where we're going to take it.
1: Uh, front uh, disc brake conversion seems like a great idea all the time, but it does seem complicated. I, I would wonder. I'll be interested to see when you do that. If it, Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Have you done one, run
0: I'll, I'll point counterpoint real fast. Uh, if you have a tiny tire, like a tiny bias ply tire, like a 670 or even like a 520 or something, where you have basically no footprint, uh, disc brakes might not be the way to go mm-hmm. Would you just lock it up you just lock it up scoot. yeah i mean mm-hmm. if you could back right. all the back all the pressure off of the proportioning valve but even still like what's then what's the point
1: uh, so the only thing with the, the, uh, the, the modern
0: radial is, it, 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 it does change a little bit because you have the tire that will bite opposed to just uh you know swapping slide everywhere. pads
1: the only thing is swapping 50 springs and, and two two shoes as opposed to just snapping yeah. a couple pads in there You know me. You know me. I'm a pad slapper. Doing drum brakes is almost as fast as doing disc brakes. I just haven't done enough of them to be that good at them. Part of the issue too with the Dodge is that the the
0: drum brakes on it are the front drums are
2: a little bit difficult to adjust and. When you've got them even slightly out of adjustment, that's when you get a grab from one side of the yeah. other, which uh-huh. makes the steering. Huh. Yeah. it amplifies everything. Even worse, so yeah, it's uh, and it's going to be an experiment. If it doesn't, if it does not make a market improvement, I'm a firm believer in going back to original. And, yeah, and there's nothing on here that is a permanent change. So,
1: in parts wise. E- Easy to find still. Yeah, it's, that, it's still? actually. Uh, oh, as far as original parts. Well, yeah, no, even replacement parts. Mechanical, just, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. this thing's
2: original engine is long gone, but it's a three eighteen junkyard Mopar engine um, with a seven twenty seven torque flight. So, um, so um, super robust. A, a zillion of them. Yep. yep. The rear axles, um, pretty common. The the Phil uh, Merley did a lot of the uh, the nasty Net. work. He did kingpins. No fun. Uh, no, no fun at all. He did the uh, drive shaft rebuild. So. Um, that's the beauty of this van, is it's got a lot of the, the bad stuff's done. He he went through it electrically, it's got actually it's the turn signals cancel, probably the only A one hundred in existence for that. Nice,
0: yeah. Yeah, so it's um The cams are not super worn in the column. Nope nope so he
2: replaced that he's got the uh, the foot operated washer fluid oh, thing is that working. works yep, yep. so <laughs> huh. the, the trick with a one hundreds is the, the trim pieces and stuff and he did a really good job you know with his junkyard adventures yeah, sourcing stuff um, it's got it's got extra glass it's got extra stainless so oh uh, man
1: yeah that is great yeah
0: yeah this winter i'm gonna try my hand at doing some stainless repair i'm really looking forward to it because i've only heard it sucks
2: well, I'm looking forward to your results because there's okay. a couple of dents in some of these trim pieces that I'd like to get
0: out. Hell yeah. I'm going to get some junk uh, stainless trim yeah. from the old uh, parents' house. and Get, just get see, an
1: anvil and start to See what and, I can do. Yeah. Okay. See, that sounds like fun, too. I wish I had more time. Uh, it's oh only fun
0: if you're doing this much, not 200 feet of it. Right, right. And yeah, you have to, if you're doing this much, you might as well do 200 feet of it.
1: You should get an English wheel around. We all come over your house and learn how to use an English wheel.
0: Well, when I do own a home. I will be investing in a lot of metalworking tools. Hell yeah. But that's for a different day. Uh, Real fast, Andy, we didn't really touch on what the van is so much. I mean, now we know it's a, what year is it again? It's a 66 Dodge A100 Custom Sportsman. With a 318? 318. Knockoff Kragers? So basically you're living 1968
2: yeah that's fair yeah possibly very early 70s
0: with a probably. lot of a lot of rear rear rake
2: well right now it's got um it, the way phil tried to do that before was he put i'm sorry murley was he yeah. put small tires on the front and bigger on the rear and it just didn't work out right so it's got equal tires front and rear so it's, but it's it's a nice it's got a nice cooper cobra raised white letter look yeah to it, so.
0: so you need a set of uh, gabriel hijackers in the back to really get that thing uh well, unbalanced there's
2: there's two. Couple of schools of thought here. I was thinking the old, uh, you know, um, Steelys with vintage snow tires, okay. sort of off-road, nasty that, look. Yeah, that's cool. You could that also works too. you can also drop them a little bit. Yeah, and, yeah uh, I was gonna say slam it. Yeah. do yeah, yeah, not slam it, but, not but drop it a little bit. I think I'm leaning towards, the, uh, but in reality, I'll probably leave it very similar yeah. to the way it is. It's just fun as it is. Oh yeah,
0: and having a car that you can just hop in yep. and drive around town yeah, on a nice Saturday is something definitely we should all, yeah, compliment and uh, <laughs> strive to uh, maybe help. learn from,
1: <laughs> yeah, right,
0: yeah, sure, uh, sure. <laughs> okay. grandma speaking of learning from, any updates in your project car uh, realm? Any, no, man, any changes? It's, it's cold outside, snow <laughs> it's on the ground, yeah, cold inside too, yeah. My garage is not heated yet, so uh, no, no updates. Uh, Jake, anything to your have you fired up your uh, Pontiac anytime uh, recently? I know you're stashing the Mercedes.
1: So, uh, uh, over the Thanksgiving break, I drove all three of my cars. There was a couple, like, two nice days here in Detroit. So, I drove all three of them. The Mercedes, the old uh, Pontiac, and uh, my Mustang. And, uh, yes, I have uh, stashed the Mercedes in a... Undisclosed location. S- undisclosed location. Hoping to find a new undisclosed location for it. But I uh, I kind of want another car. I kind of also want another oh, car. Don't do it, man. I have no cars that are good in the winter. I want a car that will go in the winter all the time. You know, like a... Every, yeah, or every, every car is good in the winter.
0: Like a like a press car that yeah, you get every day. This, and you, job's
1: forever, this job's not forever, man. It's not forever. I'm planning for yeah. The about future. that, we need to have
2: a conversation <laughs> after this.
0: Yeah, Jake. Uh, HR
1: has been. It's you've been flagged. So how what, dare you?
2: What would that be if it was a winter
1: car? And you know, I, I would like an old pickup truck at some point. Um, but I would I would Ter- like a terrible t- terrible winter car. car. Yeah. yeah. I would uh, but it's something four wheel drive. Um, that doesn't help. I would also like it like some sort of Subaru, something fast and fun that you kind of rip around. Um, in the, in the winter. Um, even if it's old
0: like the uh WX STI S
1: I've my my plan is just to continue to accrue 3000 $2500 to $3000 cars until my wife tells me to stop. That's my plan.
0: So you're basically at that at that breaking point right now. You you've, you've got four
1: four cars? three plus cars? Three cars since I stashed the one, it's basically only two. Plus her daily driver.
0: Plus yeah, plus her. And the
1: press car. But still, it's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so your massive driveway is now filled with a uh,
1: it's not massive, no, but it'll fit. It's pretty long. It'll fit, I mean, it'll fit eight or something like that. But obviously, I'm not going to have three $3,000 cars parked all I mean, I'm sure the, the home community would yell at me. Yeah, right?
0: your Beverly Hills uh, HOA probably wouldn't like that too much. Yeah.
1: Um, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But the neighborhood does like me. I was at the last like neighborhood sort of party, and I was making friends, shaking hands, kissing babies, talking I, about I, cars.
2: I think it's important we mention this is Beverly Hills, Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, Beverly, not Beverly
1: Hills, California. Yeah. yeah. But funny story, what, last funny story about that, well, me and Amy were on our honeymoon, or no, just vacation to Scotland. The guy's like, where are you guys from? We're like, Detroit. He's like, where are you really from? And I was like, Beverly Hills. And he's like, oh, it's the super nice part, rich white part of Detroit. And I was like, that's sort of true, but it's funny that you knew that. The Scottish guy? The Scottish guy, yes. He was from Weird. He was from Michigan. Yeah, he was from Michigan somehow, but he was there in hmm. Scotland doing like street performing. That's what he was doing.
0: I of dude, course he was. Old Busker. Uh, yeah. Buskers Abroad, which is a new oh, hit well, show yeah, on great. Netflix. No, uh, and for me, it's also cold, and uh, I don't like being cold. So right now the garage is, uh, you know, dormant. It's uh, storage. Do w- you plan, plan to steerage? bring
1: your other car down here? Next, up, up here. Up up here, here. Baby. Sorry, up here next yeah, summer? Um,
0: so, well, spring is when I run out of storage in my uh, ah, abandoned body shop, nice. which has been pushed back from um, two months ago. So oh, good. yeah. Was yeah. yeah so, uh, well. Unless it gets stolen. Any thieves out there thinking about stealing a car, I can t- I can put you in I'm kidding. No, so yeah, uh yeah, next spring's when definitely I definitely can't say that. My fifty four foot up here, and that'll be exciting. And that's of course gonna be put even on firmer ice because I need to blow the whole car apart and redo it. Because it's about ten years old, fifteen years old at this point.
1: What does that mean? Why do you have to blow it apart? Anyway, should we wrap it up? Sorry, anyway, anyway, yep. I know. Yeah. Next and, time, next time on Project Car Hell. God, I'm getting
3: the Model T. Ooh See, yeah. I forgot about that. I mean I'm not act- I mean I don't have one lined up, but
0: next time on I'm Project, Project Car about Hell time. how Graham plans to get a model T. But before that, we're gonna talk some cars. Stay tuned. And we are out of Project Car Hell Now we're back into the Auto Week freaking Fleet. Who's excited? You're here with uh Wesley Raynell, uh Graham and Andy both left to go do uh, you know. Work or whatever. Uh, I'm just kidding. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, but we're here. And tell, tell your friends so we can keep doing this as, <laughs> please, as work. Please. Uh, 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 it's up to you.
1: Without you, we can't do this. So thank you. It thank you so much. It, it. And tell all of your friends. Even the ones who don't like cars. It's not all cars here. We banter sometimes. We were just bantering about the facts of life, which we'll, we'll get back into.
0: We are, that is for the spinoff of the show, which is just pop culture related, which is Auto Week Pops. But, uh, again, we're back in the Auto Week fleet. Uh, right now, uh, we have... I'm going to change up the format a little bit. We're going to buzz through these, and we're going to get to the two uh, pieces of car that we want to talk about. We have a Mercedes GLC 300, Mini Cooper S Countryman, Cadillac like XT6, which I have a lot of th- thoughts about, Honda CR-V all-wheel drive touring, Mini Cooper S Clubman, did I say Clubman or Countryman
1: the first time? Countryman. No, okay. you're right.
4: Yep. But I think we have one of each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we do. The,
1: we have the large and the medium mini. We don't have the small, though. We do not have the small. What's the large? The Countryman is the large. And the Clubman? Is the medium. Medium size? Yeah. Uh, and we also have an Infinity
0: Q50 Edition 30, which is... Are it, we
4: not talking about these today? No, no, no. 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 We're talking uh, about Lexus?
0: Okay. Where are we getting there? We're getting there, pal. The Mitsubishi Outlander okay. Sport 2.4 GT OWC. That might be the longest name now. Um, Toyota Corolla XSE Genesis G70 2.0, with wind tires. Ooh, nice. I didn't even uh, know we had That's going to be fun. we have an ultrasonic black mica. The 2019 <laughs> Lexus UX 250 HF Sport. Ba, 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 ba. Wait, what, what's the color called? Ultrasonic black mica. Black. Blue, blue. Ultrasonic blue okay, mica. Okay, I just, I just say, can't read. I can't read.
1: It's blue because it's exactly the color of my wife's new Pacifica, which we'd also talk about at some point. Fantastic.
0: Uh, and we're also talking about 2020 Subaru Legacy. So, boys...
1: This Lexus. Lots of thoughts. We've, we've all driven it. You've driven it too, Ryan. Right? I haven't
0: driven this one, but I drove the last one, and I have so many thoughts about that one that I all will right. never who, forget. Who
1: gets to go first? Uh, Wes, you wrote about it. Why don't wrote you go first? I wrote
4: about it. I liked it. Uh, surprised myself by liking it. The only thing I don't like, the only thing I didn't like about it was the touchpad, yeah.
1: which we've talked about so before. If you didn't mention the freaking infotainment, mister, I want an abacus to use my navigation. Hold on. I would,
0: be, I would freak Jake, out. Jake, bite your tongue, because there's one important feature of this UX. That makes it fantastic. All right, all, right, all
1: right, hold on. Wait, should we let him finish? Or do you want to jump in? Uh, he,
0: he, he, Wes can finish. Okay. No, Mr. go Mr. ahead. Go no, ahead. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. If, damage, if I must. The damage is if fine. If I must. If I must. So Lexus UX 250 on the armrest has the most ingenious uh, volume knob I've okay. ever
4: experienced in a car.
1: So did you notice this, Wes? Were you using all yes, that? Yes,
4: I did. But the, it's only ingenious during the daytime because at night you can't see the the... What dial does what? But you can't, they don't can't. Okay, okay. So I, 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 have I, I muscle memory yet. I just muscle memory. So wait, well, that, Yeah, that, I, I I know what you mean. You put your and then it's your left, your yeah. right thumb yeah, yeah, or your fingertips.
1: Yeah, yeah. But we got to explain what we're I talking about.
4: But so, the, so the it's got the screen. There's a thousand different ways to control that control they're, that they're, screen. They're, None they're, they're, of they're them are very elegant. Uh, well, uh, Agree. So, this one.
1: So you got your screen. It's it's not that good. So you got your main screen in the center, like you know most cars do. Then you have a touchpad, like a mouse pad, or like a like a laptop touchpad. A laptop
0: from like 1996.
1: Your laptop. I'm looking at right now has it it's an imac it's a mac tab from 1996 so then it has that so then because so many people complained about it they have another thing at the end of the armrest where you kind of would rest your arm where your hand would sort of fall there's like a roll dial by your fingertips or by your thumb tip and your fingertips and a couple of buttons there to do your volume your tuning um and i think your modes right you can do like your medium try select i think so Drive, I don't no, think. I don't drives think the no, drives okay. okay. on this one. But so that was the the killer on these Lexus all the time. Wes does not love high tech things, so you must have hated.
4: Now, it. Now that's a blanket statement <laughs> that I'm not sure I can agree with completely. I like smart tech. Uh-huh. I just don't like dumb high tech. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Let's, let's back up, Jake. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a Wes problem, especially this time. It's a Toyota problem. Their infotainment system is a little wonky.
1: It is, but Wes is known for complaining about the, whatever the new system is on the new car. He complains about it.
0: I think if Toyota came out with a newer system, uh, he would probably like it more than this. Without the without the touchpad, so uh, the,
4: the Benz one I get along with just fine.
1: Yeah, no, Benz, BMW are both great. We uh, we all agree on that. I, the, I
0: don't know about that. MBUX drives me nuts.
1: The roll dial, give me a, the, roll, di- the, the roll. The roll dial is gone. Well, on BMW still has the roll dial. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So what's MBUX? Have? All right, but let's let's stick it back to Lexus for now. Okay. So infotainment, not great. What else did you like or dislike about it? I
4: liked game? everything else about it. R- really, I thought it looked cool, and it does a, look cool in a different kind of funky way. Uh, it's it's a good size. Now, I used to think that an automaker that does a crossover should just do a third row crossover and be done with it. Obviously, that business strategy wouldn't work today, right. and that's why I don't run a car company. So, <laughs> Fair enough. Since there are all sorts of sizes, I've learned to l- like crossover si- in various sizes,
1: and I really like that Lexus. I mean, I really liked it. I surprised myself. So it's it's small, the smallest one they it's make. It's Tiny. It's the smallest one they make. It's almost we t- said a, like glorified hatchback. You know, it's a slightly higher riding hatchback. Looks wise the the front end and the color and everything. I like the styling in the front generally, but the way the tail lights stick out like fins. Be red, careful, buddy. Don't tell me you like that. I it. loved it. No, I do too. Really? I do too. Yeah. Oh my I gosh. Think It was
4: cool. It's different.
0: It's it's an, an attempt at doing something different, if which you, you gotta respect. The,
1: no, the, I mean the the Lexus looks pretty distinct with the spindle <coughs> grille that. Was was kind of in and out for a while but I, I i do like it now i was looking at it from the three quarter view so i like the front but the taillights they the profile like where the back end goes down those taillights jut out you know a couple inches on each side and i love of, it uh, let me tell you a little
4: secret about that car it was designed at toyota's toyota has a f- southern france uh design studio uh, and that's where the car was done interesting And they first shown it at the Paris show a few years back i was there and it looked perfect. They they unveiled it. I, I went to the unveiling and I can't remember. I think it was at the Louvre and it was perfect. The perfect venue. And on French streets, they had, you know, they had like a CGI video of the thing running around Paris. It looked perfect there. Mm. Fit right in. Um, Loved
0: it. I mean, the only downside is driving a car in Paris is a headache. They do right.
1: do some wonky styling there. The Renaults and the Citroëns of the world, they're kind of. Be nice, wonky sometimes. Be nice, so, so I Jake. Get that. Okay, but so Paris is our lo- number one. Okay, looks like tacking like powertrain with the hybrid. So I have I have thoughts on we have this. It's a too,
0: two-liter but. four-cylinder hybrid engine, 181 total system horsepower, and that four-cylinder is backed by a CPT, the kind of Toyota like
4: uh, turbo. Did you say? No,
0: no, no. no, no. It's, an, it's an it should normally be normally aspirated. It should be Atkinson cycle,
4: but it doesn't say it here. I think it is.
1: Yeah, it, yeah. I think I'll. Turn it I the thought light. the
4: powertrain was good, not spectacular.
1: So. I'm starting on the powertrain. So the funny thing is, I, I, I did not want to like the car. Like I didn't like the car going in, and it surprised me how much I liked it. Totally, the looks thing is really the looks and the infotainment are really the only thing that turned me off. So the seats, super comfortable. Lexus does the best seats, I think, hands down across the board. Except Volvo. I, I don't know, man. I'm gonna Jake on this one. The Lexus makes a good seat. Even those ones, like they're like you can tell they're less expensive seats. They're still like. Super comfortable. Maybe it's just they were they were fine. Maybe it's just my ass that fits well in Lexus seats, but that's also possible. Um, but the powertrain, so not annoyingly slow at all. Like no quick. Plenty, plenty, quick enough. The funniest thing—that's probably thanks
0: to the all the low-end torque from the hybrid motors.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it'll it'll hit the trash control. You know, if you womp it from a, from a start. So, do you click into sport mode, Wes? Because sport mode, Lexus have been doing. Now they changed their gauges up in sport mode, which is really cool. They throw. I up. did notice that a, a tack
4: comes up. So, I think.
1: Yep, they throw up a big tack on there it's, because
0: you definitely need that with a CVT.
1: You're For sure. You definitely don't, but I and still paddles. I still like to see it. Um but so this is the deal so they put in the sound they put in the fake engine sound right. which is li- which is it. hilarious. It sounds um, like
4: the car is shifting.
1: It sounds like the car is shifting. Which is, even that you know, is fine. I forgot fine. to put
4: that in my story. I should probably add that in. E-
1: even that, yeah, you should. Cause I, even that is fine, except that if you watch the tack and listen to the sound, the tack doesn't go with the sound. Like, the Subaru makes fake, you know, fake shifts. I mean, it. it but the tack actually moves. The CVT moves around. The CVT will be pinned at, you know, like 4,500, and the sound's going, uh, 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 at the, when the tack is pinned at 4,500, which is hilarious. I want to take a video of it while it was doing that um, but it is we'll just clear we're that.
4: probably the only people that'll notice that the buyer probably won't i mean but, it's fine i think that piped in noise on all cars is kind of dumb but whatever yeah yeah i don't I, I think it's kind of dumb too but i it's don't not hate a it a deal breaker it. yeah right. the
0: subaru is using step logic to shift the cvt right uh, so it
1: actually like yeah the, the so the, the, changes, the ratios yeah. do change this one I'll you watch the it. pack <laughs> it just sits there and the car goes, uh, I'll get uh, to that subaru uh, when uh, we get to the subaru um yeah, the infotainment. I had the kids back there, kind of, you know, kind of small for two seat, two baby seats. And oh yeah, and I, I went shopping with it, and I threw just the single stroller in the trunk. It was a big single stroller. Holiday
0: shopping, it, of course.
1: Holiday shopping, yeah. Um, and it filled up a good bit of that rear area, and the the load with the height seat down. No, no, Wait. the seats were both flipped up because I had the kids, so the seats were flipped up. There's a pretty small rear area. I put the 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 car seat there, which is probably a foot by two feet by two feet. Um. And it filled up a lot of that A lot of that room And the load The floor height Is high The load height is super high I think because of the batteries Or because of the Electronic stuff back there
4: I think they're probably going after Couples without kids Either young couples without kids Or retired couples without kids
1: You're probably right I just think that like Right you want to get them in the door With something cheap What's the price on this bad boy Rand?
0: Well this bad boy Drum roll please It's
4: not expensive
0: Forty thousand nine ten. It's not cheap. It starts at uh hold on that's what the subtotal was thirty eight eight plus a grand in destination.
1: And the hybrid's more expensive than the conventional. Yeah. Certainly. Um but yeah, forty grand, that's I know the average transaction price we talk about is thirty three or thirty six. I know we're so not allowed to this talk is, about this that, for that mini car.
4: Cubman but Cubman or whatever the hell it's called, but I'll pay forty for that Lexus all day long before I pay forty for that Mini. Well, yeah, you're not paying for BMW at that point. And I'll get yeah. to that Mini next week.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I got some thoughts on the Mini too. So
4: I do too, and none of them good.
1: We'll do Minis next. Don't week. Don't forget, next week is Christmas, so we'll have to. So we
4: have to be a little charitable. Is that what you're saying? Because <laughs> that's the brand, wrong week for no. me to do that. I, Mini. I was, I'll
1: you, still say got to show up to work. Here's here's a teaser. Still, as a front wheel drive car, handling is better than eighty percent of the front wheel. Eighty percent of the cars on the road. Yeah, it's fine. Hand, the handle, but that's important. No it, one's going to care. It, well, I know, but we care because we're auto. I know it's good. Okay, but yeah, but I have thoughts. They're well, not all good as well.
0: You
4: can buy the Cooper. Oh, S. you're
1: talking about what? The Clubman or the Countryman? No, I you, love it. You don't think? Wait, we thought it was about the Lexus handles better than any other cars on the road. What are you insane? I think
4: the Lexus handles pretty well. I think it's just fine i love you guys
1: it, it handled better than i expected to by the way crv actually better handling than i expected yeah i got get in that
4: new crv it's been a long time i forget they're like
1: freaking perfect if you you know just want a crossover that'll like do everything, everything you want it to do you know i mean it's just the perfect car but i don't want the perfect car i want some foibles in my car damn it honda
4: you why don't you buy my
1: spider then my wife would love it how much do you want to sell it for not much well, let's talk about it in the summertime. I'm not going to buy it. Maybe now, I'll in give winter, you right?
4: that and some cash for that Benz. Uh, Fuck no. Hold on.
1: I'm keeping that Benz. For, the Benz is going to last a um, half a million miles. Real
0: fast. For those uh, who have listened to the entire show, they can <laughs> remember when I made a joke about Jake buying a car, and he said, "No, he wants a winter <laughs> want car." a good winter car. Yes. And now he might be buying a an Alpha. All Don't
4: right. talk him out of it, Ren.
0: I'm not, no, no, I'm just saying. Just but also one of my... You, you are in the same Your
4: universe. employment depends on this what, car being purchased from me.
1: What year is that, Alpha? 85. Oh, I got an 80s car. My, my Benz is 80s. I'm trying to only get one car per decade.
4: Well, too bad.
1: I, I'm i going to take the Benz off your hands. No, I'm We've not. We've covered I'm, that. The Benz is going to run... my kids, Anyway. My kids' kids are going to drive that and, Benz. All right, anyway, let's guys. go to the Subaru next.
4: So, hold on real
0: fast, Alexis. We liked it. I'm Thumbs up. I'm
1: surprised how much I liked it. Me too. I would not buy it, though. Well, me
0: either well, it's not you have too many kids for it for it and uh, well, you don't seem like a even if you, you seem me, like a Mercedes man. Myself. Even if you put me that's, in the position like, to buy it, I don't think it's like not a I, wagon guy. I don't think I would. Um, all personally. right, moving on uh, to a sedan. They still make them. This is a 2020 Subaru Legacy. Um, the Legacy, of course, is a sedan. Still,
1: uh, yeah, that's B- bigger than the Impreza.
0: Bigger than Impreza. Smaller
1: than uh, oh I. Uh, that's right I, I emailed myself the price the base i got price. the price i oh, got the price okay uh legacy
0: sport i guess i don't have the base base legacy uh no, no legacy right. sport. Le- yeah 26 945 this one with all as optioned as delivered 30
1: which is a good price that's okay yeah car looks fantastic i think the cvt i think is tuned well and sportily which i like um uh i don't remember let's see do you get a smaller engine in other ones or is this the it's only it doesn't have a ton of power right was it 180 or something like that or 169
0: 180 in the base uh and then there is a 2.4 liter turbocharged boxer engine at 260.
1: but that's not this one the one we had is the 180. yeah yeah um i thought plenty of power uh i like this at the cbt acted well looks fantastic um yeah what do you have thoughts wes you're making a face
4: do I have to be nice because it's almost Christmas? No
1: uh, You have to be nice a little bit No, the world likes the world likes hot takes You have to be reasonable You have I, to be fair Fair is all you have to be Okay Fair I mean, if you honestly think it sucked You're welcome to say it I think that,
4: no It's a long way from sucking But I do think that You know, it, it's a better station wagon than, than it is a sedan Legacies in general, number one Number two I thought that was the most, one of the weirdest riding cars. It's soft, but not good soft. It's like floppy soft, like an 80's Lincoln with worn out shocks or something. (laughs) I just didn't think the ride was good, and I the center screen again, I could make it work I, when it worked. I, I, Sometimes I, the damn thing didn't work at all. I, too, had a handful of problems with it. Uh, Super is not my favorite it, infotainment system. It did now. glitch.
0: But the the biggest thing, because it is a bigger screen. It's like a 12-inch screen or something like that. Uh, let me find that. I wasn't done. 11.6. Oh, real fast, though. Uh, the Apple CarPlay doesn't take up the full screen, and there's nothing that they slap below it. It's just empty space.
1: Are you sure you can't adjust that? Because I, I did not notice I do like um, when the Apple CarPlay only takes up half the screen, because then you can get like your nav or your climate or whatever. You might be able to. I oh, but there was a not.
4: there was a climate
1: or no, that was the Honda. There was a climate button in there. Okay, Wes, Wait, continue, Wes. I'm sorry.
4: Well, I just we touched on this car last week. I, there's nothing sporty about it. I don't understand why it's called a legacy sport. Well, it's got 182 horsepower. It's got what a badge want? on the back that says sport. Yeah, 180 <laughs> horsepower out of a two liter four cylinder is a joke.
1: Uh, a natural aspirated. has had 200 horsepower out of its four since I was a little kid. But that's turbocharged. It's naturally aspirated. I don't care what it is. Um, but, I mean, it's not sporty, but I thought the CVT... It's it, like it has red <laughs> piping on the seat, so they call it sporty and put a
4: badge w- on which it. Which, historically, that and is... And black wheels. That, that is the <laughs> vast majority of sport
1: models. I think it looks fantastic with the black I do. Wheels. I think it's a nice-looking car, and it drives well. I just... I don't know. And I agree. If you if you made that body into it's, a wagon, it would look gorgeous. It would I, be great. I should back
4: up. It doesn't drive well. It's, it drives... It's soft... But again, it's a weird soft. I have Which to, around here in
1: Detroit, you know, in the wintertime, soft the ain't worst, bad. Yeah. Well, I, have to, I only commuted with it twice. I, I don't. Quite remember how weird the ride and handling was, but I just know that Subaru tunes their CVTs. The thing made loud. a
4: noise in the back like there was a body rolling around in the trunk. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. There, there was some water.
1: That was, yeah, that came from the front though. I was going to mention yeah. that to you. There was I mean, some water
0: in the dash, it sounded like, or uh, in the, in the cow. I thought it was in the back. It's in the front. I, wait, wait. I, so I what, did what
1: did, did you hear? What did you hear, Wes? You hear water or did you hear like a thunk, thunk, Like thunk. a thunk. Okay, I didn't notice Over that. Over
4: certain bumps. There was oh. a road imperfection. There well, was a that's, ton that's of water. Good. Like somewhere. something was
1: bouncing around. I opened the trunk twice. Really? No, see, I, did, I didn't notice that. But like I said, I only commuted with it twice. I was maybe distracted. But the water thing, did you notice the, Like when you hit the no. brakes? throwing like,
0: me bananas.
1: Well, I was thinking then was I maybe, didn't notice. Could it be coolant? No? no, 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 no. It sounded like, that, like I think it's you're water tra- draining, like moving forward, moving left, moving I think it's, right. I think
0: it's water trap somewhere. Like you're in a
1: bathtub. It sounded like a lot of water, though. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Gallons, Taking like, <laughs> a know. bath, don't come in. <laughs> Gallons, it was like, Wes, you, uh, you got to get back into it and see if you... Because in the parking lot... I've like, had enough of that car. Like pulling I'm out of good. the parking lot, making that turn. It's like... <laughs> I mean,
4: let, let's think about it this way, though. We should come in to Subaru for both To be, to be fair, as you instructed me to, to be... Nothing says winter like a Subaru, it would be a great winter beater for around here. Ooh,
0: a winter beater for thirty grand is not a winter beater. It for me. is
4: though. These days,
1: yeah, it 30, is. Thirty grand is a good price for that car. I think.
0: I
4: think that's a fair price. I but, mean, twenty
0: six base. I mean, shut. Yeah, my home, I agree. My, my point is I, a winter beater. This is a nice. New car, right? Okay, oh, a winter driver, winter. winter driver. Right. 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 Winter yeah. driver. Yeah. yeah, a, a two thousand dollars S ten is a winter beater.
4: A winter beater is
1: right. A Three thousand dollars Subaru. You're right.
4: Yeah. A winter driver, it's it's spectacular for that. That's why you know as soon as you get north of Bay City, that's all you see up there. Mm. Subarus, Subarus and, and pickup trucks. Yeah, full size pickups. That's it. Yeah, well, uh, but it's it's a good price. That's another positive thing we can say about it. To be fair, as you say, and with the yeah, just
1: journalistically with, fair is all I'm saying. I'm, been, so,
4: and I agree. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really good price actually. With the turbocharged turbocharged engine, I can only
0: imagine it being much more sporty. Because tur- yeah, it'll super, probably, super for, forty grand
4: probably yeah. for the one limited. time though. I got that screen so discombobulated. It took like. Almost halfway my drive, halfway to work before it finally cleared itself up and did something.
1: <laughs> had to, had Seriously, re- it was like spooling. Reboot itself? Uh, the little, The little Apple the wheel just spinning on it?
0: So we talked about a... S- S- yeah, similarly priced. It was
1: within spinning
4: distance. Here's, sedan. A, here's another good thing about that screen, though. Unlike the Volvo, I can turn the, I don't have to go into the menus to raise the heat or lower it or do that kind of
1: thing. Right. Or turn on the defrost. It's got the hard buttons. Yeah, on exactly. The perfect. I'm with you. No, I do I, that. I, automakers, I to- do that. I totally agree with you that, that having hard buttons, especially for stuff like climate control, is main. I mean, in a perfect world, gate uh, dials, but buttons are second best to that. Going in the menu screen to slide stuff up, I agree. That is not. That's not.
4: Um, asinine. I'm more of a fan of sliders. It's
1: not good. God, do, do they make cars with sliders anymore? As in,
4: no. As in White Castle?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I have a, you have a metal thing. that says, I heard White cold.
1: Castle has a meatless
4: slider. The, I've had the, it. The Impossible, yep.
1: I've had it. It's uh, with all the onions and pickles and stuff. Can't even tell. You
4: know, you're eating paint thinner.
1: No, I, did, I, did not, I didn't know that. We'll
4: get to that off air.
1: Wait, you're talking about how there's uh, uh, the stuff that's in antifreeze that's in, that's in that? That's,
4: gly- that's glycol. That's sugar. Uh, that in in the impossible meat, I think uh, call, is paint whitener. It's called
1: because you know in the subway sandwich, there's like the stuff they put in yoga mats or whatever. But obviously, these are just chemicals, and chemicals do different things. <laughs> so like, you, you heard about there was a big story like what <laughs> some chemical. But so
0: we can't substantiate. That I mean, there's I'll
1: tell you this exactly. It, the, <laughs> we're gonna get sued. the impossible burger. Not only are we not gonna have a podcast, the impossible burger must be a quarter of an ounce of meat. So like whatever the paint thinners in there, there's barely anything.
0: Let, and let's be real, I you love White Castle. Yeah, but you can get the
1: whopper with that too. That's true. That's a lot more I, meat.
0: I loved I loved eating White Castle growing up. The uh, onion chips are one of my favorite things. Uh, mm. the breakfast is I love unmatched. White
4: Castle too, I'm not gonna lie. I anyway can't help it.
0: So last week sorry. I think it was sorry last week. I diverted. <laughs> no, that's a good diversion. Uh we yeah. talked about a similarly priced sporty sedan in the Accord oh, Sport. Wow, well,
1: come on now. Come it's it was two thousand dollars more I know, it's, and, the, and it's, they're both they're both midsize sedans. Honda makes basically perfect. What cars. was
4: two thousand more the Accord Sport than that? Yeah, no, I think they were identical.
0: I think the Accord Sport was thirty-two.
1: Oh, I thought it was right have, on thirty as well. I don't have it. Well, no, we don't I mean, have the sheet now. We can say that they're within a, th- a thousand to two thousand bucks of w- each other. Within
4: two months of financing.
1: Hell, I wouldn't even get the Sport Accord. I could get it I could whoa, get whoa, an Accord for whoa. under that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can get a Legacy for under twenty-six too. I think the base is twenty. The base Legacy, base, base, base is like twenty. Put that. Accord Sport Which we, did we talk about on yeah, the podcast? Yeah we talked so, about it Yeah manual Fantastic oh. Quick Looks great uh, so although, good. Yeah that's a great car I'm not sold on the front end That they're doing with the Accord now But the body shape is gorgeous And the interior is great It feels plushy
0: Well they're going to change the front end In a couple years So just know that Yep uh, Would you guys Now we all love Subaru here for Here instance,
1: comes Ren's
4: Would you
0: rather Would you rather Oh is that what
1: we're doing Yeah
0: uh, There's a Honda store Right next to a Subaru store You're looking for a sedan you, for some reason, don't want an Impreza and you don't want a Civic, which I don't understand why you're shopping anyway. But yeah, um, you so you're looking at Legacy and you're looking at the Accord. You want one that's sporty. Yeah. What are you going to buy?
1: What? say it again. The, the, Accord, sport the, the, or the, the Accord Sport or sport? Legacy Sport? It's the Accord Sport is, I'm not going to say 10 times better, but... It's not all-wheel drive, though. The Subaru Legacy will rip in the winter. But that Accord, you get your manual. You get space for like a straight-up... I mean, it's a mid-sized sedan. You know, they call it a compact sedan, but it's mid size, It's big. Looks fantastic. The controls are all great. Um, it has a... That one has... So you you have your car play on, but you got to get to climate. But there's no, uh, there's no adjustment for climate. That's within the screen. There's a button, though, that switches the screen to climate because sometimes... You got to hit like home to get out of your CarPlay screen. You got to hit like home or some weird combination sure. of buttons to get off CarPlay. But so this one, climate button goes right to climate. You still got to mess with the slide or with the digital, yeah, you know, the screen buttons or whatever. But at least they have that climate button to to quickly go to shortcut to the, the climate function.
0: Yeah, the Subaru definitely all oh, we'll wheel drive. It's, that's a, That's its plus over the, but the Accord. Accord Sport for me all day long. Yeah, I got to say the same. Mr. Randall?
1: And the handling, the handling and, and steering on the Cord Sport also also good. Well, you can say Mercedes Wagon, No. I'll allow it. No,
4: that wasn't one of the
1: choices. Um, yeah. uh, I would I would get the. You uh, just said you must living where I live now. You uh, just talked about how you didn't like the Legacy. Don't pick. You can't. No, pick the I Lego. don't. I don't. He, dislike no, he it.
0: can. He can pick whatever he wants. Jake, do not load this don't, jury.
1: D- dis-
4: dislike is too strong of a word about me and the Subaru. You can be critical of a I'm car, not and in still love like with it. the Subaru. Okay. Oh, I would mm-hmm. definitely get the Honda. But here's the here's the definitely get the Honda. Here's yeah, but go ahead. Here, here's my uh, addendum to that to that decision. I still want to have somebody, JD Power, or you know, somebody big, or maybe Ren, do a study on. I feel so important. How many cars get purchased based on how close the dealer is to your house? Oh, it's got to be in other words, substantial All, all the advertising, all the enthusiast sites. All the magazines, all the buyer's guides, all the consumer reports, bullshit. I bet you that more than 25, 30, 35% of the time, it comes down to the guy is down on my corner.
0: Well, and uh, maybe obviously previous experience.
1: Wow. So so that's the question. I think what might throw that, I I agree with you because I think that, yeah, I mean, I think many people, especially when you have like a many you know, people,
0: but no auto week podcast listeners. Let's be very clear. You know no, they're they, much more discerning. They, they love cars.
1: You know, growing up on the east side of Detroit, there's a couple of different places where there's like a string of dealerships. So if you were shopping that day, you could hit up like four dealerships in a row, either on Mac, also in Troy. <coughs> but in in the Midwest, Michigan, especially, I think it's the big three connection that forces most people. But I would be interested in the rest of the country. I think,
0: I think that's a Michigan anomaly I, that doesn't exist in Indiana. All
1: right, so maybe even just Michigan. But if you take, I'd like to. Do the do the study with Michigan included and without Michigan included? Because I bet the rest of the country, um, or most much of the rest of the country, yeah, it goes to the nearest little auto mall and buys one out of there. And listeners,
0: if you want to chime in on this, you can reach out to me at w w r e n at a u t o w e e k for the next few months until we change our uh, email addresses. <laughs> uh and give us your thoughts on uh where, where would you buy a car also and
1: why what about um comment on the on when when you if you're on auto or you just came from autobeak.com and you saw that the story was up comment on the story and we'll uh we'll meet you in there and we'll, we'll comment back to you
0: forget the story jake actually don't please comment there um head straight to itunes give me that five star yeah uh even if you don't like the show give us a five star and, and tell us why you don't like it within that five star review give it
1: give us some reviews we'd love that we'd love to love to, to hear uh, feedback
0: yeah. this show is only going to get better through contributions of you you listener yeah you jim steve bill For just
1: 1999 we can get you an Auto Week podcast tote bag no i'm kidding but also uh Twitch.tv slash AutoWeek. Check out our Twitch channel. Me and oh, Ren great. play video games live and crack jokes on each other. Uh, right now we're playing Need for Speed Heat. 3.30 to 5.30. 330 you're to playing five. what you're talking too fast. Need uh, for Speed Heat. 3.30 to 5.30. Uh, Need for Speed Heat is the name of the show. The uh, name of the game. Uh, because you run from the cops. Wes, that's why they call it Heat. Um, but um, it
0: is getting to be Christmas time. And, yep. uh, we, I, we'd I, be remiss if we didn't say thank you so much for your continued listenership and your participation with the podcast uh without you listening i know Weaver touched on this in the last episode none of this would be possible so from auto week to you thank you